Are you ready for the Word of God? I hope I am. I think I am. Sometimes we might be wondering why we sing and do worship in church, and I, I guess there's some things that happen in church sometimes, and people say, well, oh, that worship didn't really do anything for me today. You know, it's not actually for you. It's, it's for God. And so I want to just, just uh, bring that out to the church this morning. We worship because of who God is and who Jesus is, because of his just incredible, amazing power and goodness and righteousness. That's why we worship. It's not, you know, the byproducts of worship are sometimes God does something in our heart. That's a byproduct of God being good to us. But it's not the reason why we worship. The reason why we worship is God is just awe. Oh, unbelievable God. That's why we worship. So I don't know why I need to bring that to you this morning, but maybe you needed to hear it. But um, today I want to talk about alignment part five and aligning ourselves with heaven. So you see the, the little heading up there. But um, if you haven't been part of these other um, series, you can pick them up on our podcast. But um, the first week when we started this series was alignment with God. Um, part two is alignment with friends or with the right people. Part three was alignment with church. And number four was alignment with our heart, having a right alignment in our heart towards God. And today's alignment with heaven. So th this series all began with, uh, with, with a comment I heard um, from another preacher. And he said this thing that just stuck in my heart. I thought, there's more to this. And he said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And that created in me this whole, this whole series about alignments in life. So um, who and what you align yourself with determine your destiny. So the things that you connect yourself to will ultimately lead you to a destination, will lead you to something. And I hope that through this uh, teachings that you can discover that you can align yourself to a destiny that's where you actually want to be in God because there's way too many people saying you know what I've got my way through life and we call this thing a midlife crisis and people say well I'm not where I want to be and you hear you know they write songs about it and you wake up in bed with the person who you think who is this oh, I've never felt that But a train only travels when the tracks are aligned. A car must have the back end aligned with the front end. And life spiritually aligned with heaven in mind promotes growth in spirit. And this year, our focus as a church is to grow, growing spiritually. And I think when we grow spiritually, we become uh, more enabled, more, more empowered to grow in other areas as well, numerically and financially and every other thing. So alignment with heaven, if we um, look at Hebrews 13, 14. Actually, I got up in the middle of the night last night because uh, I had planned all this message and then you, know, you get the, the, the little bits of cherries and cream along the way and, and, and the, the cream was heaven alignment for heaven assignment. So the reason why I'm preaching this morning is because I want every person here today to discover an alignment in life with heaven, with heaven's purpose, so that then you get on the right assignment to deal with your life. 
So when you have the right alignment, you'll find the right assignment. So Hebrews 13, 14 says, For this world is not our permanent home. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. So this world is not our home. Living with eternal perspective is knowing this life is passing, but we live again glorified in Christ forever. So we're not talking about having a heaven alignment. It's saying this old bag of bones is not my home. Praise God, because I'm going to have a glorified body. Well, this one was pretty glorified, but this, this one was pretty amazing, but the next one's going to be even better. But alignment with heaven is about understanding that heaven's principles work in life right now. Living those principles aligns life with heaven for our eternal purpose. So having an eternal perspective, knowing God has a future for you beyond this world. When that becomes our reality, it will change everything that we do. Because so many people are just thinking about now what I can see, what I can touch, what I can understand. And, and when we live like that, we're not aligning ourselves and our future with a heavenly perspective. And so when things happen around us and to us, we sometimes feel that we, we don't know how to handle it. We don't know how to cope. And I want every believer, every person who names Jesus Christ as their saviour to say, you know, my life experience is not the end of my ex existence. So when we face things about um, death and um, what happens after that, we think this world is not my home. We're looking forward to, home, to a home yet to come. So that's the, the, the basis of, of where we're going from this morning. So uh, eternal alignment, what's in and what's out. So we've got to realise there are some things that we can, we can be familiar with in life that aren't in if we're going to have an eternal perspective, a heavenly alignment. So there's certain areas in life that we need to say that's out and that's in. You got it? So let, we're going to look at the book of James and he describes the earthly principles or basically earthly life values that we can easily live with compared to heavenly eternal values. So we can have earthly alignments that we say, well, this is, this is how I do life. This is, this is my family experience. This is what we do. Uh, and we can also, or we need to eventually come to the place where we transfer those things to a heavenly alignment that is totally different. So James 3, I always encourage people, if you're you know, new to church or um, you're a new Christian, even if you're an older Christian, familiarise yourself with James, the whole book of James. I'll tell you what, it'll straighten you out. It'll cause you to realise what's really important to God. So um, you know, I, I always used to you know, counsel new Christians and say, just go home and read the book of James. That'll make things so easy, so simple, so understandable, and you'll grow by understanding what God wants out of your life. So what, what James says in uh, chapter 3, verse 14 to 16 in the New Living Translation, it says this, talks about having bitter jealousy and selfish boasting and lying. These are, these are the earthly principles that we have, um, and we all do them. Who's never lied? That's good. There's no... Oh, there's one, one hand. 
These, these are what's out. This is what's out, what we don't want. Bitter jealousy, selfish boasting and lying, jealousy and selfishness are not God's wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual and demonic. James makes the point clear what's out and where those things come from. So, so clear and so direct. But James goes on to say, where you find these things, there'll be disorder and evil of every kind. See, when we have a now only perspective of life without an eternal heavenly alignment, when we have an alignment of just now what we see, what we understand, it produces now only values that are jealousy, selfish, boasting, lying, selfishness, and all those sorts of things come from a now only perspective in life. So let's go to something more positive, shall we? Thank you. I heard that, yes. And let's look at what's in. James 4 verse 17, and this is what we need to incorporate to have a heavenly alignment in our life. And it tells us, but the wisdom from above, heavenly alignment, is first of all pure and peace-loving, gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and good deeds, shows no favoritism and is always sincere. You know, that, that's what's in, what we want to try and get more of in our life. So alignment that says life is not just now, but my now will affect eternity. What's important to do with our now? What's important that we need to do with our todays so that we can you know, go into a heavenly alignment every day and make it better? Daniel chapter 12, verses 2 to 3. I haven't got a slide there for it. But it says, Many of those whose bodies lie dead and buried will rise up, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting disgrace. Those who are wise will shine as bright as the sky and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like stars forever. So aligned with heaven purpose or with heaven's purpose is spelled out right there. When we're correctly aligned with heaven's purpose, we're a light that shines people to see God. We're a light that helps people to see Jesus. And so often we can think about life as being all about lots of other things and why we're on this planet and, and why we go to church and what, why the, the why behind everything. Well, the why behind everything is that we are here to help people find Jesus. You might have a voice that you can sing and help people find Jesus. You might be able to play a musical instrument. You might be able to use a vacuum cleaner. You might be able to drive a car. Whatever it is that you have to do is there so that you can help people find Jesus. Find their way to God. So the closer we are to heaven's alignment, assignments from heaven will find us. Never have to chase ministry. Chase Jesus and ministry will chase you. So it really annoys me when people say, why wasn't I picked? Why am I not chosen? They've got their favourites in that church. You know, we don't want to have a church with saying, hey, he's in, she's out. You know, they're the favourites, they're the dream team. That's all nonsense. Because we're all in God's dream team. The problem's not them, it's us. 
So if you're, if you're aligning yourself with Jesus, saying, Jesus, I want to pursue after you, there'll, there'll be so many opportunities chasing after you, you'll say, I don't know which ones to take. It's true. just want to go a little bit negative for a little bit, but we won't stay there too long. Living with divided loyalties. So living with divided loyalty means we're never quite sure what side we're on. You ever felt that? I used to feel that every day in school. I'm not sure what side I'm on. You never know who's going to be the stronger team. So you try and hedge your bets. Stay in the middle somewhere. It's a tussle between our desires and God's call. The tussle between God's, our desires and God's call. And we need to, we need to work this out. So James 4.8 says, James says that uh, describing people's condition, he says, your loyalty is divided between God and the world. This is not a new thing. So you might be thinking, I'm the only person in the world who's ever felt this struggle because it's a modern problem. No, it's, it's, it's been there forever. You're going to see that. So your loyalty is divided between God and the world. So your loyalty is divided between worldly, earthly values and heavenly values. And we've got to come to, to an agreement somewhere whose value is going to be higher. You say, and, and, and we do this by saying to ourselves, I love God and I want to serve God, but I also love other stuff. You're looking at me dead there, like blank. I'm the only one who's ever felt this. See, God instructed the people of Israel, going way back to, to when the people of Israel left Egypt, about this same thing. Leviticus 18 verse 3. Oh, sorry. No, that gave myself away. It says, so do not act like the people in Egypt where you used to live. There's a key there. Don't, don't act like the people in Egypt. That's talking about our, our life before we came into understanding of God. So don't act like you used to act. Don't act like you see people from your past act. That might be okay for them to, to, to be jealous of others, to talk about other people and to be uh, you know, grabbing after things and stuff like that. Don't act like those, the people of where you've come from, where you used to live before salvation. Or act like the people of Canaan where I'm taking you to. You must not imitate their way of life. It's talking about being separate and different because you have a heavenly value system. You have an alignment with heaven that is greater than the alignment of where you've come from or even where you're going. God had in mind a way of living designed for the people of Israel from a heavenly dimension. I'll say that again. God had in mind a way of living Designed for them, for the people of Israel, this is, from a heavenly dimension. Sad, they never lived it. Do you know, like the people of Israel, for their whole history, never lived the life that God designed them. They kind of did a little bit, almost made it, but right from the start when they entered the promised land. Well, two, two tribes of Israel never entered the promised land. For a start, they were failing right from the start. They never entered into the promise. They said, well, we're happy on this side of the river. So you guys go across. We'll help you go in and settle, but, but we're not crossing over. And the, and the rest of Israel never fulfilled the fullness of the purpose that God had for them. They never aligned themselves fully with the purpose of God. 
Hard alignments to things unseen affect what we tolerate. And ultimately, the level of life that we set for ourselves. So you can't go around with a sad face saying, well, God, why are you letting this happen to me? Because God's saying, I want to lift you out of all that. I want to take you beyond your wildest imagination. I want to take you into the life of blessing and prosperity and goodness. Oh, I said prosperity. Yes, you know, God doesn't want you to be you know, bound up with not enough. God wants you to be a blessing to the world. Heavenly alignment looks like Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Patrick. Who knows who he is, who this guy is? I should have the, the music, SpongeBob music. I love it. <clears throat> Trust says this, Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend upon your own understanding. That equals alignment. I'll say that again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend upon your own understanding. That equals alignment. The next part says, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take equals assignment. And I want us to, to find our, our identity, our purpose, our value in discovering being aligned with heaven launches us into assignments that are just so incredible and so exciting and so fulfilling. Uh, Proverbs 2 verse 6, if we go on, it says... For the Lord grants wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Proverbs 2 verse 9 says, You'll understand what is right, just and fair. Because you know sometimes we run around in life saying, That's not fair, that's not fair. You'll understand what is right, just and fair. That equals alignment. And you'll find the right way to go equals assignment. Proverbs 2.10 For wisdom will enter your heart. And knowledge will fill you with joy. God wants you to live with joy. God wants you to fill with knowing Him. God wants you to feel uh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit in such a way that you're not bound by what's happening around you, but you're bound with a heavenly perspective, a heavenly alignment that says, "This world is not my home. I don't belong here." I tell you, I remember when I was working in the trenches as a as a 16-year-old with blisters on my hand and my boss never believed in wheelbarrows. You'd have to move everything with buckets and, and, and stuff like that. And, and I'd be saying, God, get me out of here. Right today would be great. I hope my boss turns up and all he sees is two empty buckets. Because I've been promoted to glory. But misalignment, misalignment or immaturity, I'll, I'll introduce that word to being misaligned with a heavenly purpose. Misalignment or immaturity speaks like, I don't understand. Why is this happening to me? They're, they're voices of immaturity. And, we, and, and sometimes we find ourselves asking this, I do it, I do it a lot. Why is this happening to me, God? I'm your favourite Italian. <laughs> but set yourself to grow. Alignment and maturity speaks wisdom from above that defies reason but trusts God in everything. Yeah. It's like a, 
these so many things are happening around me and to me and, 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 I'm, and it's not good, but something inside me says it's okay, I'm at peace. So when, when things don't go right, it's not always a sign that God's left us, it's just the world in which we live, the fallen world. But alignment, maturity speaks wisdom from above that defies reason, but trusts God in everything. So set yourself to grow this year. That's our theme that, that uh, you know, I really felt strong through our prayer and fasting this year is our, our theme word, if you like, for this year, 2016, is grow, to be growing. That's an individual thing that God wants you to grow this year. He wants you to expand your life. So set yourself to grow this year. Align yourself to God. Be in his word. Here's a few keys for you. Write these down. If you want to grow this year, it's really easy. Be in his word. So, so give yourself some time every week. And, and look, it does, not, it does not compute to say, I don't have time to read my Bible. Because I'm telling you, you'll have time to check Facebook. If you can do that, you'll have time to check this. And, and by the way, I, I put a post on yesterday. <laughs> And I've been banned from my wife. She says, I have to get my own Facebook. From now on, it won't be Rob and Pauline. But I did get 60 likes. And, I, and you know what? You check the stupid thing every two minutes. Do I get another one? Do I get another one? Oh, no, that's where you all live. So you, if you've got time to do that, you've got time to, to get into the Word of God. So where are we up to? Um, if you want to grow, be in His Word. Be in His house. That's church. And you'll find that you'll be in His plan. Be in His Word. Be in His house. And you'll find that you'll find yourself in his plan or you'll be in his plan. Because if you align yourself with heaven's purpose, you'll get a heaven's assignment, his plan. Put that on Facebook. Wherever you are, you find yourself helping people when you have that heavenly alignment, you'll be on heaven assignments. So if you're, if you're you know, at work and you're aligned with heavenly purposes, you'll find that you'll be ministering to people right where you work, in your workshop. Or if you're selling bulldogs, that's for you, you'll find that you'll be, you'll be doing heavenly assignments just... When, when people come to, 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 to buy a puppy, I did it with whippets. If you can do it with a whippet, you can do it with anything. Or, or fixing a motorbike. Or, or, or talking to, to someone down the street. Wherever it is, when you, when you have your alignment set in the things of God, then you'll find that, that assignments will, will be everywhere. I tell you what, it... it, it it, it, gets me, it gets me all agitated when I hear people saying, but, you know, you know, why don't I get chosen? I keep coming back to that. You know, that's not the question. The question is, where are you aligned? Yeah. 
Align yourself with Jesus. Get closer to God. Get closer to the the Word of God. Get closer to those things in your life and you'll find that, that those assignments will be everywhere. You don't have to look for them. They'll be looking for you. I mean, I got a gun fixed once and was on an assignment. I got, I got, I got a, an old shotgun from my dad was getting some work done on it and, and I rang the gunsmith and I said, hey, how's it going? And he's talking to him and then, and then he's out of nowhere, assignment. But you don't know that when you make the phone call. I want to say, I just want to get my gun back. And the guy says, oh, you know, my wife's sick. she got cancer. And, you know, and he starts to cry. I'm like, oh, I'm so awkward. Just, oh, okay, thanks. Let me know when the gun's ready. And, and I'm thinking, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And God's saying, assignment time. And I said, well, hey, look, you know, uh, do you mind if I pray for you? And he says, oh, oh, yeah, that would be nice. So I pray for this guy. I hardly know him. And I just pray, Lord, I just pray for peace and pray for his wife that, you know, that everything will go well and all this sort of stuff. And, and then, then finish the conversation. He goes, oh, I am a Lutheran. I think he's saying, well, don't ask me to come to your church. No, I wasn't going to. But we've got to set ourselves to grow this year. If I can just have our musicians come back. Jesus put it this way about aligning with him. He said this, I'll show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching and then follows it. It is like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it was well built. I want to emphasize those two words, well built. I love the point when floodwaters rise against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. See, we live in a world that doesn't hold up well when the floodwaters of life rise. And so we see a lot of damage in the world in which we live. Families breaking down. Businesses struggling. People you know, finding themselves doing desperate things to try and find a way out of, of their situation, out of their flood. But spiritually living, spiritually living, aligned with heaven, with eternal values, we dig foundations that will last beyond this world. And God wants you to have strong foundations because He wants you to be an anchor point for someone else that might need you for a time, for a season in their life. So that's why it's so important that we, we live an aligned life because, because others are going to be relying upon us. We need to have strong church and we need to have lots of strong churches so that we can have a place where people whose life is being swept away, where they have no control anymore, where everything that they thought was secure is suddenly being washed away, that they can find somewhere where they can get their hope back, where they can find somewhere where they can be safe again. It doesn't just affect our lives, it affects the lives of others as well. We need foundations that will last beyond this world into the heavenly world so I want you to just close your eyes bow your heads perhaps with me and we're just going to pray
because I want to pray with people this morning and um, perhaps if we just stand to our feet Holy Spirit just begin to speak to people this morning as we get to this decision end of this message Lord God that you begin to stir something within us an openness a desire for a new a new way and a new day so father i just pray right now as before we move on that you just begin to reveal things in our heart begin to set some desire within us to say god i want to i want to go deeper i want to have a different experience i want to know something more i want to dig that deeper foundation so this morning I want to pray for people where you're feeling, Jesus, I need your spirit. I'm going to make a life choice. I'm going to choose to align myself with you. Because I don't want to really be washed away and have everything that I've held dear wash away. And I want to help others when they're having a flood in their life to be someone who can rescue them out of those floodwaters. Perhaps if that's you this morning, I'm going to... I'm going to ask people just to start coming out to the front. So I'm going to lay hands on you and pray over you and trust God with you that His His alignment will be real from today. Perhaps you're here and you're saying, I desire to grow into all that I can be in Jesus. I want to to get closer to God. I want to experience something more complete. I want to give myself over to aligning myself so that I can be assigned assignments from heaven you know maybe you need a strong foundation a heavenly alignment to save others then why don't you come why don't you come down because others are going to be relying upon you Hebrews 13 14 let's be reminded of that again for this world is not our home we are looking forward to a home yet to come that's heaven's alignment for heaven assignment and I want to just also pray for people this morning where you're thinking God I need to I need to have eyes and ears to hear and see your assignments because Jesus wants to help you to see he wants to help you to hear and he wants you to be full of his goodness so that you can dispense that goodness wherever you go so why don't you come can I just have some men stand behind people here so perhaps Peter and Michael and um, Will, James, you can come down and just stand behind people while I pray. And perhaps Paul, 